up, fam? Welcome back to the Will That's Good podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope your week is going fantastic. As always, it's about to get real good. It's about to get so much better because I have a sweet friend on the podcast today that many of you, you probably heard of. It's Donna Stewart. It's Ben Stewart's <laughs> wife. They're a power couple for the kingdom, but she's a great friend of mine. I'm so grateful for she said yes to be on this podcast. Get ready to learn a lot and um, just get excited because she's an awesome person. So Donna, thanks for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm so excited to get to be on. Ben's been on a couple times and 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 now here we are. <laughs> he has been on. Now the real star of the Stewart oh, fam is coming on. No, no, no. Hey, I'm no. just kidding. Y'all are both y'all are both incredible and Christian and I look up to y'all in so many ways for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. And um I know I've got to have Ben on, which is a true gift because he's so wise and always teaches us so much, but it's nice to have his um other half on as well. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. You know, we, I mean, it's so funny, like you and you and Christian are like kindred spirits of ours. It's pretty, it's pretty fun how similar we enjoy joking around and how much love we have for the scriptures and for community and all the things. So it's, it's really fun to get to just talk with somebody who I feel like you're like, they're like the younger me, but not. It's true. (laughs) It is true. Every time we're with Donna and Ben, it's so funny because we're always together in like these passing moments. It's like, passion and it's all crazy and there's this and that but me and donna always managed to get into the deepest conversation ever and <laughs> so like fast. and like the two minutes we have to see each other like so right. fast it's like hey how are you doing what's new in your life what's god telling you and then we're like straight into the depth of everything and then three minutes so later we have to move on we're like, all right, and now we're doing this. Yeah, it's, it'll be like in the back of a car, or it'll be like on walking down a hallway, or it's whatever. It's just really fun because we, we can just pick up, and and it's just so organic and it's so fun. And the truth is, like, what I love about you, Sadie, is you're just quick to get to the meat, uh, and I just love that. I love that you're like, hey, here's what's going on with me. How are you doing? Da, 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 da. And we can just get there fast. And I just think that that is a mark of a good friendship. And it's a, Sweet, honestly it's like it's a. I'm I feel safe with you, mm-hmm. and so thank you for that. Oh, like, I so appreciate sweet. you're just you're you're a trustworthy person. And that's that's why I would share anything. Right back life. at you. I, I would say right back at you. Um, I was talking to Steph about this. We talked about you. And one day she was going through something. She was like, I think we should go call Donna Stewart because I know she would give me good advice and she will be so mm. loyal. And I think mm. that that's so true. And what a, what a gift to know. I can call this person. They're going to give me good golly advice and I know they're going to be loyal. So mm. for all of you listening, that's who we're talking to today. Um, <laughs> before we jump into the whole conversation, I got to ask you the question. I ask everyone on the Will That's Good podcast which I know will be hard yeah. for you to answer. It will be. I have so many. I know it will be hard. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, man. It's so I have like three. Hit us uh, with all three. We would love all three? them. All three? Oh, man. Okay. Yes. I'll go with the first The first one that I remember, and it was whenever I was around. I was a little older than you. Uh, no, I was actually your age. You're 26, yeah. right? Yeah. Huh? Okay. I was 26. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I was visiting with a friend um, who you know, her name's Christy Knuckles. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just having babies and kind of that was her her world. She was still doing music. And and she said, um, hey, bloom where you're planted. Hmm. And I was like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> but it was funny because I was like <laughs> still doing more and I didn't have children yet and I was kind of doing more. And, uh, and she was like, just bloom where you're planted because God has you in that season uh, she, he, he has you in that moment for a reason and, and you can bloom there. And I'm like, wow. okay, cool. So, you know, it wasn't until That's I so had babies good. actually, <laughs> uh, that I, I realized, oh, oh, this is what she means when I'm not doing the things that I was recently had been doing, had been known for. Um, but now I have these little lives that I'm taking care of and I have, uh, other gifts and other things that I've got to think about. How can I, how can I best bloom in this new uh season Hmm. and uh and i use it all the time and i tell i think i've told a hundred people maybe more uh just hey bloom where you're planted um and that has a lot to do with a lot of the things that i am about these days uh it 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 definitely was part of um of taking me on a journey that i could um metabolize and process and Hmm. and think through and 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 just uh saturate in so that hopefully whenever I get 
down to the bottom of it, I can, I can tell others about uh, what's going good. on whenever you are blooming where you're planted. Sometimes That's people good. don't like to be planted. They want to be, they want to be That's go, go, true. going. But sometimes you have to be planted in order to go. Yes. And so, um, that so that would be so the first good. one. Gosh, Bloom where you're planted. We started off really strong. I love that because you're so <laughs> right. And, and especially nowadays, it just feels like everyone wants to go, 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 go to the next thing, go to the biggest city, go to the coolest new hype movement, whatever it is. And it's like, actually like, God has you where you're at for a reason. Like bloom there. Absolutely. Bloom where you're planted. Not everybody needs to go. You know, some people right. need to stay. And, some people need to stay. And that's yes. not in a maybe I can just hear people saying, Well, Jesus said so like go and tell. Yeah, it's like go and tell, but like where right. you're at. You know, like right. exactly. you can do that what right in front of you. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about Jesus is like his 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 uh what do you call it, radius, yeah. he didn't go very far. Yeah. Um but because he went where he did, then then it was that ripple effect that went to the ends of the earth. Right. Because he bloomed where he because was he, planted. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. I love that. All right, here's the number two. Okay, number two. Number two, I actually so it um I received it uh during the COVID season, you know, I had gone uh, through losing some things in life and I had lost some relationships and it was, it was tough. And um, it kind of put me in a tailspin and the, I just felt like the Lord really wanted me to go to counseling, <laughs> which by the way, counseling, Christian counseling is biblical. Christian counseling is absolutely <laughs> good for all people. Yep. Uh, and so I just, you know, because the world basically shut down, I could shut down. I didn't have to be out front as much. And so I went to counseling and my, my counselor who was based out of Nashville, um, said to me, uh, Hey, the, the way to live your life is, um, is, is a triangle. So the triangle is, uh, wisdom. You've heard me say this wisdom or sorry, no, no, no. Love top wisdom and integrity. Uh, that's how you make decisions. That's how you see, uh, the person that you're dealing with. Uh, you see yourself. This is how you, you handle, uh, making right decisions in life. Uh, if you take out any of them, if you take out love, uh, it's not a good decision. Yeah. Uh, if you take out wisdom, it's not a good decision. If you take out integrity, it's not a good decision. Yeah. It's bad, actually. Um, so to make a good decision, uh, it's like, it's three parts, love, wisdom, integrity. So think of it like a drink, even like if this, so I have this, this drink here, imagine, you know, love, wisdom, integrity, and that is a good, a good drink, a good, full, good good drink. Um, And it's just, it's helped me so much with how do I handle this situation or how do I, how do I love this person? Now, love doesn't always mean give them what they want. Maybe the wise thing is not to, you know, like with children, you have to be careful uh, on what you give them. Like they want everything, but some things aren't good for them. Amen. Yep. Amen. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Popsicles for, for breakfast are not always the best idea. Oh my gosh. Please come tell honey that because <laughs> that is the struggle right now that she does want popsicles for breakfast. <laughs> but yes. That's so true. And popsicles is a fun word to say yes. and they're sweet to eat and but it can't be breakfast that's it has good. to be later and maybe once or t- maybe twice three times a week maybe <laughs> um but yeah I anyway so that. yeah love wisdom integrity that's the best way to make a decision i love that that's such good advice and you know i've heard it said if god repeats himself you better listen and it's funny because i typically record multiple podcasts today and today i recorded a podcast with my counselor uh she hey. flew in for this and cool. our whole podcast was on discernment and decision making. And mm. I really wanted to help people through that. And it's so cool because she gave us three words, faith, hope, and love. And she walked mm. us through essentially what you just said with wisdom, love, and integrity. Then we talked about mm. what we didn't talk about with faith, hope, and love and those making decisions off of those things. Like, does it grow your faith with God? Does it bring you hope? Does it, are you loving people? Then we talked about like how to honor people and all those things. So like integrity, that side of it. So it's just so mm-hmm. crazy because I literally just spent an hour having this <laughs> conversation. I came in and you said that. So I don't know if it's me that needs to hear or all of you listening, <laughs> all of you people hey, out there. I'll take it. I, I think I'll it's all it. of us. I think we all uh, need yeah. to hear that because our decisions that we make do matter. And you want to do them with um, integrity. You got to do them with love and wisdom. And, and that's how you don't regret decisions later. And, you know, Absolutely. sometimes like me and Miss Tara talked about, like, 
you know, don't shame yourself if you've made bad decisions in the past. We all have. Like, repent, get Mm -hmm. back up, keep going. But in the future, as you continue on, make the decisions wisely. And so I just love that you shared that because that's that's something that we all apparently in the world that's good fam need to hear. Okay, you have number three too? Haven is growing up before our eyes, and she is a fun little girl. She loves games. She loves peekaboo. She loves patty cake. She just loves being entertained. Playing and spending time with my girls is one of my very favorite things to do, and letting them learn from play is a great way to help them grow. KiwiCo is here to help do that with fun projects and hands-on learning. Each monthly crate is packed with activities to introduce them to art, science, and technology, so there's always something new for them to explore. KiwiCo offers nine different monthly programs to choose from for kids of all ages, from infants to teenagers. It can be a struggle sometimes to find ways to keep kids off the screens and fully engaged and having fun, and that's why I'm so thankful for KiwiCo, because it does the work of creating fun, interesting projects that come with all the instructions and materials needed. All the materials are high-quality, kid-tested and designed by experts so that you know they're going to love it. KiwiCo lets you pause or cancel your monthly crates anytime so there's no long-term commitments to make, but I know that you're going to love watching your kids do this, so you are going to want to get it every month because you're going to see their confidence grow, their skills that they're learning, and it's so much fun. Honey actually just got this baking set from KiwiCo, and it's so cool because it has all the elements of baking, so right now she's just having fun with the baking side, but eventually it actually is teaching her fractions, so it has all the little fractions put out on the cake that she's making and so it'll be fun to see as this toy she plays with she ends up growing and learning some math as well haven is loving all the little projects as well kiwiko is so creative and how they have fun with the kids and um, it's just really fun to explore we've also given some of our boxes to her cousins that they love too that might have felt a little bit older range um, but they have it for everybody like i said even haven at nine months is loving it so redefine learning with play explore projects that build confidence and problem solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with the promo code SadieRob. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com with the promo code SadieRob. Y'all, I love a good story. That's part of the reason why I love doing this podcast is because I get to hear so many people's story. No matter what kind of stories you love to hear, Audible is the home of storytelling. Audible lets you enjoy all of your favorite audio entertainment anytime, anywhere, and all in one convenient app. You can find the best of what you love or discover something new. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. Their selection of mystery and thriller titles will keep your heart racing month after month. Sounds exciting, right? Audible offers an incredible selection of audio books that cover every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, motivation, and all the things. With next listen recommendations, you'll always have something amazing right at your fingertips. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included titles, Audible originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream them anytime you want. With thousands of titles, Audible selections makes their membership totally worth it. Plus, Audible members can pick and keep one title every month from their entire catalog. I am so excited about diving into different kinds of stories and I never listened to like mystery or anything like that but my sister and brother have been telling me about all these mystery books they're into and one of the ones they recommended is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave so I'm about to be jumping into that title and seeing what it's all about. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash woe or just text woe to 500-500 that's audible a U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash woe or text woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. I have a number three. Here's the here's the interesting thing about the number three. Um, I feel like the Holy Spirit gave this to me. Hmm. So I don't, I can't say, I can't say I've ever heard it before. I can't say it, it's probably been said, but for, for me, I was sitting in just, you know, I try to, I try to be as quiet as I can in the morning just so that I can sit and think and pray and just really try to listen to God. Mm-hmm. Truly, like with my ears, not just like reading it. But I felt like one day when I was actually preparing, and this probably happens to you a lot, um, when you're preparing for something, God gives you something that you need. And you're like, whoa, yeah. where did I get that? Uh, and, and I'm like, that's totally from God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, but basically, 
I was kind of in a tailspin about something else. And, um, and I just kept getting this mindset that was super negative and, uh, and the negative was just saying, man, that enemy hates you. Gosh, he just hates you. And I'm like, you know what? That's true. He does. He hates me. Uh, and he hates me a lot and he hates all of the Christians. He like so much. It's, it's, it's bile in his mouth, just us period. <laughs> um, but I think if we like think about that, too much, we're, we're actually not seeing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So here's what's so beautiful that I feel like the Lord gave me. He's like, he's like, yeah, the enemy hates you. Jesus actually said, hey, they're gonna hate you because mm-hmm. uh, they hate me. But yeah. what's amazing is the enemy's hate for me, though a lot, is not even a drop in the bucket yep. to the love that I have in Christ. Wow. Like the love is so vast. The love is so great. It's so much more than the hate. And I've already been given that love. Mm-hmm. And here's what's so great. The hate came from a created thing. Mm-hmm. The love did not. The wow. love comes from the uncreated. And so the uncreated loves me and it's eternal love. Wow. That hate, it, it doesn't, it's gone. It doesn't matter. I, I have wow. so much more love than I have hate. That's so uh, good. Coming at me. I love that. Man, and I just was like, so so what it did was it it downsized all of the problems. It downsized all the hate that I would get from the enemy or anybody else, which is ultimately from him. But I had to see it in this this mindset. The one who loves me created me. I'm a Mm -hmm. created thing. The one who loves me was not created. He created the enemy. That's and the enemy, crazy. all he's got is what he's been given. Yes. You know what I mean? So, so it's good. just like, it just, it, just makes, it just makes me go, okay, shush, enemy, shush, devil. Like you got, you got so no good. room in here. I got so much more love in the room than I have hate in the room. I love that. Come on, speak that. I, I've never heard anybody say that before. So I love that the Lord gave you that. And just for those listening, what a great what a great thing to to think about in light of all the things that are bad in the world and all the things that are hard mm-hmm. because that's very easy to just get our mind cycled on to go, sure. you know what? There is so much more love that I have and this love mm-hmm. is eternal love. And so no matter what I'm facing today, that might be hard. It might be true that it is hard and it might be ugly mm-hmm. or whatever. Absolutely. The love so far outlast that the love is beyond that. And so, I, gosh, I love that so much. It's so good. I- it was, it was, I was preparing on, well, I was trying to, I was trying to teach on, which I don't teach much. <laughs> um, but there was, I had been invited to go to this women's thing and, uh, get, I got like 20 minutes. So I was like, what am I going to say in 20 minutes? Uh, and the thing that I felt like I needed to camp on was John three sixteen <laughs> because everybody knows it. The whole world knows it, but yeah. I wanted to camp on the word for God. So love the world That's because so good. it's emphatic it's like how does how much does he love us so much like we we use this word still like that is so good you are so yeah. pretty that is so yummy this is so fun and it's just the em- emphasis that god's trying to put on love wow and that love is eternal and that the and it, he he's trying to say my love is eternal. Well, he's not trying to do anything he is saying my love is eternal wow and that's how much love we have in us because we have God in us. Isn't wow. that crazy? That's so good. I, I just so great. literally, I, I knew I was going to do that. I was like about to say that's so good. That I was like, don't say so. It'll seem like you forced it. And I just said it just because I wanted to emphasize how good that was. And I'm sitting here, I'm laughing. If you're watching this on YouTube, I literally looked over at my team because this is so weird. And I, I don't know when my counselor's podcast is going out. And I hope it's right before this because we sat there and talked about John three sixteen, and we know <laughs> so like I'm not I don't talk about John three sixteen in every podcast. No. Like I actually I don't know that I ever have talked about John three sixteen at least recently in a podcast. And I'm sitting here and we're talking about this, and I'm like, you know what? Like that verse is so powerful, and I'm like, sometimes <laughs> we and I'm like we miss the gravity of it because we've heard it since we were little, and we sing this song, and we know it, and people put it on their bio, and that's great. But it's like don't like miss what God's saying, like what mm-hmm. that means. And we broke it down, but we didn't emphasize the so. You're picking up <laughs> everywhere we left off. You're putting the hey. emphasis. You're like, hey, just in case you didn't hear that, let me say it again. Let me put an exclamation point on it. So <laughs> I'm like freaking out of here. This is awesome. Okay. 
literally, I'm so glad I made you say all three of those because that was yeah. all so good. So for those of the people who are listening, they already love you, I know, because you just dropped three bombs. Also, <laughs> also, um, if you haven't noticed by listening to her, you have an incredible voice. Um, you just did the our voiceover for our conference um, if you saw it on Instagram, it's kind of like the theme of our conference, our move video. You did the voiceover. Uh, but not only do you do voiceovers and different things like that, but you lead worship. Um, and that's what you did. Like you kind of um, hinted at that earlier in your first piece of advice, Bloom, where you're planted. That's what you did for a long time. So bring us back to um, kind of, I, I guess I should say the beginning of your story, but maybe that, that could start at birth, that could start wherever. But tell Wait, us, start at birth? <laughs> start wherever you want to start, but tell us a little sure. bit about who you are, your background. And um, I know people know you as Donna and Ben and Passion, City Church and Breakaway and the different highlights, but but who are you? What have you gone through? What got you to where you're at now? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, let's not start at birth, shall we? <laughs> Let, let's skip a few years. <laughs> let's go. Let's go a little bit further. Uh, you know, I um, whenever I was nine, I uh, went to a camp and there was a guy doing a chalk talk, and he shared the gospel during the chalk talk, and I was just drawn to the fact that he was drawing, and then he flipped off the lights, and there was something pre-drawn, and it was like the the uh, what you know the gospel, and yes. it just came alive to me. So I was just like. Oh my gosh, I want Jesus. Uh, I, I want to go to heaven. You know, like that was kind of my, my moment. It's cool. Uh, and, and so creativity is a part of me, uh, and I'm drawn to it. <clears throat> and then, um, so a little bit later, you know, we'd, I've been through a bit, you know, my parents had divorced and then I, um, we moved towns and then I end up in a school in, uh, in Round Rock, Texas, which is where Austin is. Uh, and then, uh, I was a ball player like you. Uh, I didn't play basketball. Um, I, did, I played. I was softball. Yes. So I was a ball player and, uh, and I loved it. It was so much fun. And um, I had been invited by <clears throat> the team to go to this thing, uh, a Wednesday night service at a church that was across the street from the high school. And uh, while I was there, um, the guy was leading worship and I was like sitting on the front row and I hadn't really been in church really at that point, you know, I got saved, but then I, it really wasn't a big part of my family until later. So I'm listening to him and I'm banging on my legs and, uh, to like the beat. And, um, after the gathering, he comes off the stage and he goes, are you a drummer? I was like, no. He goes, you don't play drums? He goes, I said, no, I play softball. <laughs> and uh, and he was like, well, we need a drummer. I was like, I don't know. I'm visiting. I don't know what to tell you, brother. And he's like, no, come here. And so he calls me up on stage to go over to this like drum machine. And so I, uh, he was like, this is a snare. This is the kick. This is a tom. This is a cymbal. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at the people that brought me like, what is this guy doing? Anyway, so I get up there, I start, he goes, do this. And he played the, you know, boom, tick, boom, boom, tick, you know? So I was like, all right. So I did that. And then he gave me another one and I did it. And he was like, okay, we need a drummer. And where do you live? And I'm like, hold up, wait, time out. Uh, he was <laughs> oh like, gosh. what are you doing on Wednesdays? I was like, nothing. He's like, where do you live? I was like, actually, I live like across the street from the church. And she, he was like, well, you could be here then. So the Lord literally made me a drummer. And then I started falling in love with Jesus because I heard the get I heard the preacher preach so much because I had wow. to play for everything. And so I literally remembered, oh yeah, I love Jesus and I want Jesus. And so I drummed my, you know, like I, I became a drummer. And then later I was so varsity softball, all that stuff. But I had found that I would go to my room and I would write poetry. And I'm like, what is this? This is weird. The softball playing poet. You know, <laughs> and and I I got to the point where I was like, I think I actually want to sing some. So I started singing and then we built it. We made a band, uh, uh, like a garage band. It was called seven. There were six of us. That's Jesus. awesome. Uh, <laughs> I have never, I just, I've never heard any of this. Like my jaw dropped. I was like, I did not know you were a drummer. I did not know any of this. This is so cool. I'm not a good drummer, but I was good enough for the Christmas cantata and all the things <laughs> that they needed me for. Uh,
Let's be honest, some days it just feels like there is not enough time in the day to get everything done, especially when it comes to the things that you probably need to get done, but it just gets put on the back burner like groceries. Sometimes it's just hard to get done. And thankfully with Hungry Root, it will help you stock your pantry and fridge with all the things you need without you having to go out and do it yourself. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It's such an easy way to get fresh, high quality groceries delivered right to your door. It is such a gift. All you have to do is take a short, fun quiz so Hungry Root can get to know your personal health health goals, taste preferences, and the kitchen appliances that you like to use. And they'll even include delicious meal ideas so that you can put all your groceries to use. Forgotten groceries in the back of the fridge are a thing of the past. Hungry Root will recommend groceries based off of your taste, but every order is fully customizable. You can take their suggestion or choose anything you want from fresh produce, quality meat and seafood, to pantry staples and snacks that you'll love. And who doesn't love personalized snacks? I mean, truly the first time we did it, we let it choose for us and there were so many snacks we would to bought for ourselves, but we ended up loving and it became a regular on our order. Y'all know I'm all about quality and everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It has to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. So you can literally save hours on planning, shopping, and cooking with Hungry Root. We love our Hungry Root packages. We've been getting them for a long time now. And I think it was Aretha Franklin when someone asked her, like, what's the you know most challenging thing you've done in your life? And she said, having to figure out what's for dinner every night. I was like, man, that is so true. That's so relatable. But Hungry Root can help with all of those things. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Whoa That's Good podcast listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. You heard it right. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Whoa to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Whoa. And don't forget to use our link so that they know that we sent you there. If you haven't checked it out yet, Elo has a new website. It looks amazing. It's the same website, I guess, but a new fix to it. It looks so good, so pretty. And stamps.com actually helps you get all those pretty things into your arms. Stamps.com is here to help you keep your business rolling. Postage prices just increase again, y'all. So thankfully, stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry, like up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. They automatically tell you the fastest and cheapest shipping options, which will save you and your team time and money as you you know navigate all the different options. Plus, stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart, which is super helpful. All you need to get started is a computer and a printer. Stamps.com will even send you a free scale so you'll be ready to go as soon as the orders start coming in. You can print postage from wherever you do business, and if you need a package pickup, you can schedule it right on the stamps.com dashboard. It's super easy. For 25 years, stamps.com has been there for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing checks, invoices, merch, books, all the things. With stamps.com, you can have access to all the services you need for your business anytime, day, or night. Hello, uses stamps.com. Like I said, we have all kinds of merch out right now. We actually even have Whoa That's Good merch for all you Whoa That's Good listeners. We have all the books on there. So go check out the Hello website and we'll use stamps.com to get it to you. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code WOE, W-H-O-A, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code WOE. If you're a business, you need this. Anyway, so I, I had this band, and then I had re- started writing these songs, and, uh, and I, I realized my I, my heart beats for music like it beats as a as a songwriter and i start singing and then i go to college i'm i'm going very fast uh go to college and uh get there and i start playing and in a worship band as a backup singer and they're like hey you should be a worship leader and i'm like no 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 i can be a backup singer wow but i'm not a worship leader and they're like no i think you could i'm like yeah i don't think you know what you're talking about uh but then they like back in the day before there were phones Sadie, back in the day before there were phones, there were camcorders. Uh, Someone had put a camcorder in the back of the room and had filmed me and sent my video to a company in Atlanta called the North American Mission Board uh, for this thing called World Changers. And so World Changers decided we should ask her to be a worship leader. And this wasn't like I didn't want to do this. Like somebody sent it off for me. So the Lord just kind of kept doing this. And so then I started being a music leader 
uh, is what I was called, but it's basically a worship leader. And I went and did these camps and uh, started playing more and writing more and singing more. And then I started getting invited by the people at the camps who, um, now I'm in college at this point, but at the people at the camps during the summer actually were from all over the nation. And so we would meet at these mission camps, but then during the school year, whenever there's like disciple nows and all the other things like retreats and this, that, and the other, they would invite me to come be their worship leader. And so I was just kind of going all over, uh, in the nineties, uh, and, and so I just became more and more of a worship leader like that. Now, I also was not going very deep in my relationship with Christ. I was really good at singing the songs and, and leading up front. And, and, uh, but I didn't do the, um, the part that would just cultivate, you know, cultivate, uh, just intimacy with Jesus. I was more of a talking head cause I could say something that I heard someone say, but I could probably say it a little bit better and it would be, it would stick a little bit more or whatever, but it was all charisma and talent and it wasn't depth. Hmm. And so because of that, um, I got further and further away from the Lord. And, um, and then I started kind of going out into the world and doing some things and living a bit of a double life. So, which God, God doesn't really love that uh, <laughs> at all, actually. Uh, and so in his goodness, he said no more. And um, I was found out for some things that I had been doing. And whenever that happened, uh, I got fired. And, wow. but I, at that point I had um, been invited to so many things that whenever you're invited to all these things, but then you get fired, then all those things go away. And then your name is mud. Um, and I now, and a little bit after this, but considered this the biggest gift the Lord ever gave me wow. was to fire me from the ministry and uh, put me on the bench. And I had to spend more time diving deep into who he was and who I was, who I am in him. And that was where the good songs came. All the songs wow. before, I even wrote a song before that was like about, like it was called Hypocrite. And I wrote it about my my boyfriend's girl that took him from, it was so lame and dumb. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's like, right. oh man, are you re really, you wrote that song? <laughs> uh, but I did. And, and whatever. That's epic. Uh, but, but then like, but post that, you know, whenever, after I had gone through a restoration, which God, you know, I didn't get up on stage for a year. I had gotten kicked out of school, which was bad because I was all over the country and thinking I was some kind of big deal and I'm really not a big deal. And so wow. because of all that and all of the ways that I just kept dropping the ball, God just said, all right, it's just, it's just us now. No, you don't get to, you don't get to get on stage and sing a song. You don't, that's not why I love you. Wow. I love you because I love you. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you're here because I brought you here. And, and what, Sadie, I'm going to try not to cry about all this. Um, okay. but I know, but I just, what I learned in that dark, beautiful, safe, hidden place, uh, is, is the seedbed for the rest of the ministry my entire life. And now I'm however many more years, I don't know, I don't want to do math right now, but you know, I'm, <laughs> half my life older. Yeah. And I'm super grateful for all that has happened since then, because it's been uh, seasons that I've gone to and repeated and gone to other seasons and been um, mm. just blessed by how the Lord shepherded my heart in wow. that hidden time. And then uh, has, has done it, brought me back up into the light where I'm up on the tip again or up on the, the, the top of the mountain again. And then it'll take me back into the dark. Yeah. It'll take me over the mountain. And it'll take me back. You know, and it's so good. And uh, that's where it all kind of began. Uh, just a lot of what I write about now. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I know, I don't know how often you share all of that and all those mm. parts of your story. And I don't think often. And no. I just want to say <laughs> Thank you, because sure? there are so many people listening that I personally know that listen to this podcast mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. need to hear that that's your story and that because that's their story and that it was actually the greatest gift God gave you. And mm -hmm. that because I think sometimes when people want to do ministry or people want to do something for the Lord, sometimes it can get you can get a little confused up in that. Right. And it's like you think the greatest gift God could give you would be that platform or would be that thing. But the greatest thing God can give you is himself, right? And it's right. like, 
that's it. And if you have a platform and you don't have him, you have nothing, you know? And so if you do have a platform and you keep going in that direction, you will continue to not have anything and you will eventually burn out or it will get found out or it will just not be fulfilling or whatever. And so it is so important. And I think so many people right now who are listening to this are, are the age that you probably were at that time, my age or on his age. And like, you're going for it, but you have to make sure your motives are in the right place before you go. And I love, um, speak conference. Priscilla Shire, when she talked about, uh, the zebras, it was like so good. I know not everybody has gotten to hear that message because it was at, a smaller gathering, but Priscilla was talking about how zebras, um, once they're born, they get with their mother for the first couple weeks before they go into the whole pack. Like the mother and the baby will go away from the pack. And the reason they do that is because every zebra has a different pattern. Even though to us, when we look at zebras, they all kind of look the same. They're black yeah, they're and all white stripy. and they're, they're beautiful <laughs> right. and they're stripy, but they right. don't, they don't, look, they don't look different, but they actually all have a different stripe pattern. Well, at the very beginning of their life, the baby studies the mom's stripe pattern and gets Mm -hmm. to know the stripe pattern before they enter the back so that that baby will always know that that is his mother or her mother. And Priscilla said it in such a way, she was saying, if when you begin ministry, if you don't take the time to sit with the Lord, be with the Lord, go deep with the Lord and know him, then you're going to get lost in the pack. And she was saying, like, you have to know the father. You have to know the voice. You have to know who he is and be in relationship with him. And she said, we put too many people on stage who have good talent, good charisma, who, like you said, I love how you just admit it because I have to be careful with that because I do know how to turn it on when a camera's on. I do know how to do all these things. And I'm like, God just strip any of that away that's not authentic that's not genuine that's not pure in heart because i'm not doing this for i'm doing this with you you know (laughs) and i'll have to constantly check myself with that too i love how you just said it so if you're someone who knows that about yourself admit that get with the lord and know like i don't need to be on stage I need to be with God. And so I just love that you shared that. I just want to take a second to speak into that because I know so many, so many, so many people who have told me, I want to do what you're doing. I want to do this. And like to them, what I'm doing looks like a stage or to them, what ministry looks like, it looks like a platform. And I'm like, no, you just need Jesus. Because just like you, I would not have picked this for myself. I would not have done this for myself. When, When Louie and Chili asked me to preach at Passion, I literally said to them, I don't think you know that I don't do that. Like, I don't think you know I've never preached before. Like, I don't think you understand. I don't even know how to come up with a sermon because the only time I've ever done anything like this, I encourage people for 10 minutes. Like, I don't even know what that looks like. But but that's what God was doing. And so I say it to say, like, if you're just with God, He'll He knows you better than you do. He'll open the doors that He needs to open. But you just gotta follow Him in that direction. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being so vulnerable in that. So let's talk about the beauty um, of your creativity and how that has connected you with God. Um, You literally, I was sitting behind you at Passion this year and you're listening to Louie talk (laughs) and you're drawing him and drawing like this beautiful Mm. scene and then you did it whenever I talked and like you do see things um, in such a visual, creative, spiritual way. And God gave you this kind of vision, I guess, and whole download on growth and seeds and plants. Can you just break that down a little bit and share that with everyone? Because it's so beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, we are all created to create because we are created in the image of the creator. Mm-hmm. And so all of us have creativity. Um, some do different creative things. I enjoy drawing. I enjoy singing and writing and um, building and those kinds of things. Um, I, I would say for me, it kind of helps me. It helps me focus. Uh, I'm a bit of a squirrel, you know, kind of person. <laughs> and uh, I have to uh, do something. So drawing actually helps me focus on what you guys are saying. And so if you want, if, if I don't draw, then you're like, you can come up later and be like, Donna, what did I talk about? I'll be like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I love that. No. Um, so yeah, so drawing helps me focus um, and writing and taking notes. And, um, I mean, do you want me to talk about like growing or what do you? What, what did you what talk exactly? about growing? Because okay, whenever, okay, so you sent me a YouTube video about growing that you narrated mm-hmm. and drew, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Thanks. I want you to talk about that because you 
like reference it when you're talking about your story and mm-hmm. you might not even realize how much you do it where you talk about the plants and the seed and the ground and all that st- stuff and some people just don't even think like that visually I think like that I'm so visual mm-hmm. like if I'm sitting in a meeting the whole time I'm like like you might think I'm checked out actually people have said to me like you have your thinking face what are you thinking about I'm like no I'm actually <laughs> listening to you but if I can't visualize it then like I don't know how to do it like I, I have to totally. like see a vision of it and a lot of times it's a little abstract and stuff like that but then I'm like okay I got it let's go with it and so I'm, I'm constantly envisioning stuff and you are not just doing that in your brain you're doing that with your hands and creating this and when you sent me that mm-hmm. thing on growing and I was like wow this is so beautiful and so true about our mm-hmm. whole life so can you just like talk about that a little bit and that visual sure yeah okay so growing is um it's first let's talk about the word growing is always happening. It's not stopping. It's present. It's happening. It's going to keep happening. And so that already has movement to it, uh, which I know move is kind of our word, right? It is our word. But it has (laughs) so movement to it. Um, And what's beautiful is when we are in Christ, we keep moving uh, because we are going to um, not just remain where we are. We're going to go to heaven one day. And that is just going to be amazing. But while we're here uh, as a believer, um, so growing is for the believer. The idea is there are, um, I, I saw it as like seven seasons of the soul. It's not all the seasons of the soul. It's just the seven that I wanted to focus in on. And the truth is I didn't lay it out. I felt like the Lord gave it to me as I went. So I had to literally live this real time before I could write anything down. That's always the case. It's so crazy. So this, so growing took a long time. <laughs> um, the, the overarching uh, theme of growing is actually waiting. So, um, where I got it from was, do you remember the book, um, the giving tree? Mm-hmm. Remember that book? All right. You also know the book, um, Oh, the places you'll go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a bit of a fusion of those two ideas. Um, but the interesting thing about those two books is that, um, the giving tree is a bit of a codependent tree. Let's be honest. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, it's kind of sad, right? Uh, and then, uh, and then, oh, the places you'll go is great, and you'll get it at graduation or whatever. Um, but there's a the centerfold of the book is almost always the like main point of your book, uh, or at least that's what I've noticed about Hebrew poetry. The center is actually the point, um, and. And so the point, the center of, uh, oh, the places you go is a twofold spread like this. And it's all purple and looks really sad. And it's a, it's a thing that Dr. Seuss was trying to tell you that you're going to get to this place one day called the waiting place. And he calls it a useless place. Hmm. And I said, no, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think it's useless. I think it's essential. Uh, and so that's where I started growing. So growing. Wow starts at the waiting place and the waiting place happens a lot of times in life. So, so the way that growing is, is it's seasons that happen again and again and again, but you're not the same. So here's, th- here's three things you need to know about seasons. Seasons uh, have a beginning and an end. Seasons um, prepare you for the next season and seasons season you and make you more interesting. That's uh, so, so good. Yeah. So those are the three. Um, but then, so, so if you're, if you're starting with the, the waiting place, it starts at the seed, like any tree starts at a seed, like any right. plant starts with a seed. The seed is a, is a hidden place. Uh, the, the, the first three books, uh, they're broken into books, kind of like the Chronicles of Narnia are broken into mm-hmm. books. Um, so the first three books are actually, or chapters, whatever, are actually underneath the ground. So they're the beneath. And these are key to our growth, like what you were talking about, Sadie. Um, the first is the seed. The second is just, I mean, in the seed, he just realizes, wait a second, I'm, I'm a, I'm a seed. Like, I don't know what I'm here for, but, um, but you know, and I'm going to stay here and trust who planted me. So that's what the seed is. The second is the root. The root is all about growing in community. It's about seeing the other roots that are beneath the ground. So trees kind of do this and then they like hook up like that. Not hook up, guys. Don't. That's (laughs) what I'm talking about. It's not hook up. But you know what I mean? Like link. They link. link Like me and Sadie are linked uh, underneath the ground. So uh, they, and they, they kind of get together under the ground. 
And, uh, and that's good because that's the community, uh, being there for each other mm-hmm. and you're growing in the Lord and you're growing in community. Oh, and the whole thing about growing is it's an analogy. So it speaks from that. Um, you know, the, the, the seed is basically, um, darkness essential. I'm buried alive, you know, hidden and fragile in the depth I abide feeling forgotten and fathoms below, but daily I'm warmed by the sun's piercing glow. Wow. The earth as a blanket wraps me up in the deep, uh, and it says, an occasional storm pounds the roof where I sleep. Hmm. And somehow I feel nourished. In my soul, I expand. Though still underground, I do understand. This is all planned. This darkness intended. This silence extended. This gift for me, must I receive? Yes, it has to be. Darkness essential for what I will be. And who knows what that is? You know, and you see. Because you planted me here. You wow. planted this seed. That's it. That's the first book. Wow. <laughs> you. I don't understand. I don't think you understand that what you just said so effortlessly was like, I've heard you say that. I've, I've, I've heard the book. But I leaned in and, I, and each word hit me in a different way because as you're talking, I see those hidden spaces in my life. I see, I think about that thunder, that, that, that pounding rain, but like that this is intended for me that I grow and that I actually am not just here by accident, not tossed in underground. Like I'm planted here for a reason. And one day, like the reason I'm here, like it will bloom and it, you know, and there will be mm-hmm. something that good good comes from this like I'm actually planted here intentionally for a reason so I think about that for my life and it just gives me so much hope and I'm thinking every single person listening to this podcast just leaned in and Mm -hmm. everything you just said they just saw they just saw where their seat is they just saw where they're at and um so for those listening who's like okay what what in the world like Stuart I didn't even know like I know I had no idea what was about to happen like I thought we were gonna talk about church that we're talking about but like what like um, they can go on YouTube and listen to mm-hmm. this. So how do you, you type in growing Donna Stewart? Yeah, if you just put in, yeah, growing f- full series Donna Stewart, you can listen to it. Yeah. So, I'm working on, because you asked me to do all these things lately, uh, Sadie, which is awesome and a lot and awesome and I awesome. I do ask you to do a lot. <laughs> I just was like, oh, oh, I need to probably let people know where to go and how to do it. Uh, so I am, I have a coming soon Donna Stewart creative. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I am like, I am glad I asked you to do so many things so yeah. that you had to do this. So here's yeah, the I thing. I had to, cause I was like, Oh gosh, <laughs> here's the thing that I, that I think is awesome. You have such a gift. I mean, it, mm. not even just one, you have a thousand, you have so many gifts and you're so good at what you do, but you don't, do them because you need them to be seen by a million people and you don't do them because you need to be recognized for them like you started sending me stuff like growing the whole series and other things that you've done um the armor of god and you've done all kinds of different things and i'm sitting here and i'm like hold on like you did this like six years ago like you did this like 10 Mm -hmm. years ago like this is this is like been out there why doesn't everybody know about this and i just Mm -hmm. love that you're like (laughs) Even if it's not for everybody, like you did this because this is what God put in your life to do. So can you just talk about that for a second? Because I think a lot of people like their intention on why they do things is wrong, right? And Mm -hmm. like maybe they're not doing something that they feel led to do because they're waiting on the people around them to validate it. They're waiting on the people Mm -hmm. around them to notice it. Like they're waiting on that. And I just Mm -hmm. love that like your website or whatever is coming after you've already done it all. Like it's not starting with that. (laughs) It's like ending with that, which is actually kind of funny. Not ending, but it's it's like a new beginning thing. I love (laughs) that. It's like, hey, now that I put all this stuff out here for years, like let's actually host a place for it. Like I just love that. Mm -hmm. So talk to people right now who like have all these things on their heart and are like waiting Mm -hmm. Uh, for the people around them to notice it or whatever. Like, how do you just start where you're at and do it with full intention? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess going back to the first thing that we talked about, like I, I had to bloom where I, I had to take the advice. I had to bloom where I'm planted. And, and so you just keep, you just keep doing what you feel like you're supposed to do in the Lord. And, and, um, you know, the scriptures say, uh, in, in, in Proverbs, I, I, it says, don't, you don't need to talk about yourself. Let other people talk about you. And if I've learned anything in my life, um, the timing is not mine. It's the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
he knew that what's what's today? Oh, 31st. I know it's the 31st because I have a story I'd like to tell at the very end if I can, but Please we're going to wait till then. Um, but today's the 31st. So what I've been doing is going through um, every every day I try to read a proverb chapter according to the month because there's 31. And so today I read Proverbs 31, which is kind of nice. And it's <laughs> I it's love great. that. Anyway, but, um, but in the Proverbs, it also says don't, don't, you don't need to talk about yourself. You just do. You just be the Proverbs 31 woman. And then it says there, you will be talked about. You will be known. Your And your children will praise you and your husband will praise you and, and your good works will. It says at the very last line, it says, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. So it's like, you, you just just keep doing what God is calling you to do and bloom where you're planted. Um, you know, you said the word validation. I have struggled with that word in life. And I, another thing I felt the Lord had given me when I was just kind of like, you know, because I'm still, everybody's human and we get tempted to sit and fester and be mad that other people are bearing fruit and we're not yet and all the things, and which is also part of growing. It's the sixth book. Um, but it's, <laughs> but it, I was thinking about the, the idea of validation. And I think of a, a validation, validation um, is tricky when you're looking to be validated for something. Um, you're looking to created things to validate you. And the created, the uncreated, the creator has already done it. It's called justification. Right. You're wow. justified. You're righteous. And so therefore validation then becomes a slippery slope and it becomes potentially idolatry because then what you're doing is taking lesser loves and making them the ones that are saying who you are. And that's not good. That's actually really dangerous. And I tried to do that for a bit. And, and, and it's so, even, be, even though something is natural, it doesn't mean it's best. It's a, it's a natural thing to do, to look to the created Stayed. things around you, um, to validate you, to look to the, the moms and the dads and the mother and father figures and the, the friends and the people who do the same thing you do or whatever, your idols or whatever, if that gives you a word, idol. Uh, but it's just, if you do that, that's, that's a natural thing to do, but natural is, we are naturally broken. Wow. And so we don't want to do that. We want to do what's best. And what's best is that we've had the deposit of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and he bears fruit. And those fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness. Um, and above, there is no law. So don't look to people to validate you wow. when you're already, you have all you need in Christ. And you've already been deemed that this one is mine and I have validated her or him, whoever's listening. But I will say this too. It is okay. And please, Christians, use your words. Just say, I confirm what God is doing in you. If you want to encourage somebody and say, oh my gosh, you just absolutely, this is what God has done in you. He is doing in you like you're doing with me today. You're, you're affirming what God has been doing. You are confirming that this is a thing. And uh, instead of me looking to you to go like, well, you know what? Guess what happened, guys? I got to be on LO or whatever. I got to be on the whoa, whoa, that's good podcast. <laughs> like that's not validating me. That's that's great. And that's that's the kindness of the Lord. Yeah. Um, but but I my heart couldn't have handled it until I was 45. And yeah. so uh that's because good. I looked for it for a while, just like a lot of people who are struggling with it. But just roll that onto roll that onto the Lord. If you struggle with wanting the world to validate you, um, I, I'm sorry. That's a, it's a hard spot to be, but you you can move forward and just go, God, you've already validated me. It's great. Uh, no person can do that. No thing, no thing I do can do that um, because I am absolutely justified and wanted and and loved forever. Uh, so so good. I don't know. That is so good. I'm so glad you shared that and. That's so helpful. And I think about because, you know, I know I have a lot of influence, if you will, at a young age. And mm -hmm. that can sometimes be, um, you know, dangerous for people. And you said I couldn't handle this. So I was 45 in certain in, mm -hmm. in certain cases, like it is hard, you know, because you do have all of this coming at like comments from people and seeking validation and whatnot. But I think one thing that actually helped me in a 
a bizarre way is that because I had so much um, input in by like all of the world at such a young age, I realized that I actually like am never going to be loved by everyone at the same time. And I'm probably not going to be hated by everyone at the same time either. But I'm probably always going to have people that hate me and people that love me. And if Mm -hmm. I make a post, there's always going to be good comments and there's always going to be bad. Like it's never like 100% good and it's never 100% bad. And so I think like because people are fickle and the world is fickle and people are people and created things, um, if I were to find if I were to try to find any constant in that, that's just delusional because it's not constant. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I had to find it in God because I was like, you're the only thing that's constant. And this is going to take me down a road of high highs and low lows and all that stuff. And not that I still don't have high highs and low lows, but I have a constant in Christ. And so I think what I realized at a young age because of a lot of people saying good things and bad things about me is that I can't listen to either of that because it'll either give me the big head or make me feel like I'm trash and totally. like I have to find <laughs> that from sword. the Lord yes <laughs> right. like it's both are bad like a lot of people right. are bad and so I had to find the Lord and so I'm grateful for that and even though that was like way harder to learn and go through than just saying it in a two minute you know sound bite um I do think that humbled me to the point of knowing that like I don't need to seek validation from people I have to find that in God and I've already and he already does and, and like you said earlier, before you sing a song, he loves you. Like before I do mm-hmm. anything, he loves me. Yeah. And he validate just like the justification of me is not because of like the things that I'm going to do or validating me and things that I can do, but just me because I'm his, you know? Mm-hmm. And like that, mm-hmm. that took me actually a couple of years to work through and learn. Like that whole, I preach on this at Passion about Peter, like, do you love me, feed my sheep? And to mm-hmm. me, I was always like, feed the sheep, feed the sheep, feed the sheep. But I didn't want to like sit there and be like, okay, you like, you love me because mm-hmm. that can feel uncomfortable comfortable and that's crazy and like how do you love me but when I got that like God wants a relationship with me before he wants me to do anything or cause me to do anything like that changed my life and so mm-hmm. I love that you shared that okay I can't believe we've already gone this long so tell your story because I want to hear I want to hear your story and <laughs> okay. I'm getting carried away oh uh, no this is great I love it see this is us we can just we can talk forever um so this morning this happened today. So I'm, I'm probably going to cry, but I just want to bless you with this because it, it blessed me so much. Um, so this morning, so I get up early and I, cause my house is quiet and no one's moving and I can just get coffee and sit with the Lord. And, um, and you know, I opened up Proverbs 30, 31 and I'm reading through and I get to this, I get to this, uh, Proverbs 31 verse 25 and 26. And it says, um, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And I paused, and I was like, God, that is what I want. I just want to, because I was thinking about this today. I was like, I just want to speak the wisdom that you have given me, and I want to be kind. And, <laughs> I'm crying about it. And I just, and I want that to be uh the way I live life with my children and with the people that I encounter with my husband, with, with all of it. And then I just felt like, I'm just going to sit and and think about that. And so I closed my eyes, say to you, Oh my gosh, this was so cool. I closed my eyes and, um, and I was just sitting and thinking and I felt like, um, I could visualize like what you do. I was visualizing, uh, Jesus just, just holding me like this. And I'm like, Okay. And so I'm like, start crying. But then this is what was so great. Um, we serve a triune God. We, he's not, uh, he's not like sometimes Jesus, sometimes the father, sometimes the spirit. He's always all three. That's how, that's how he works. And so what I felt was this amazing, like I'm getting held. And then I felt like the hug got thick, like stronger. (laughs) And, and then I felt, and I was like, this is like a big bear hug. And I was like, this, I was like, wow, this feels, and now, now people who are breaking down the theology of this is not modalism. This is just my feeling that I'm having in this moment. And so my, my hug got stronger. And then I felt like visually, visually, I felt like the, you know, when you, when you hold someone's back of their head and you kind of mm-hmm. hold someone like this, mm-hmm. it's just this really nurturing, um, parental fa- fatherly hug and then uh, and then i visualized just 
getting a rub on the back, you know, just that really comforting, wow. you know, the friend that'll like rub your back. They're yep. like, it's going to be okay. And <laughs> yep. so I'm just like, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a, a Trinitarian hug right now. And, <laughs> and it was, but it was yes. just me. I'm like, I'm not trying to point this to the Bible. So please don't do that. If you're about to just break it all down, don't do that. Just let me do this real quick. Anyway, but here's the part that's so wonderful. So that was beautiful. And then my timer goes off. It's 730. I have to go wake up the kids because we have to go do physicals for school and all these different things. So I go and then uh, they're getting ready and then I'm getting ready. And then Hannah walks into my bathroom and she just kind of sits there. She's like, Hey mom. And I was like, Hey baby. And she just said, uh, she said, I'm a little nervous about today because she's going to get a physical and that's kind of nerve wracking. She's 11 and it's, it's a lot. Um, and just all of that, if things are changing, all things are changing right now. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I said, you know, baby, can I share with you what happened today in my quiet time with Jesus? She's like, sure. And I was like, and this is my hope for you. I want this relationship that I have to be the relationship that you have with him. I was like, come here. So I pull her, I pull her to me and I hug her. And I was like, I felt like Jesus was hugging me. And she just, you know how, how little ones kind of like slunk or even yes, you, you know, he kind of yes, slunk uh -huh. into the hug. Anyway, so I felt like she just kind of slunked into me. And, and then I was like, and then I felt like this bear hug. And then I started squeezing her a bit harder. And then I put my hand on the back of her head and I'm watching her in the mirror. Okay. So I'm watching her process this, like, uh, in, cause we have multiple mirrors in the room. And, um, anyway, so I'm watching her process and then you could just see just this, please hold me. Like, please thank you for loving me. And then I was like, and then I felt like the, like there was a, a rub on my back, like the Holy spirit, who's our comforter. And this is what he just, he's there to comfort us. And she just, she just held me, just kept holding me as I'm holding her. And then I just felt like, I was like, did, was it, what did this, how did this make you feel? She goes, I love this and I want this. And I'm just like, wow. so I just started crying because I was like, that's what I want. I want, wow. I want my family, I want my daughters and my son to love Jesus the way that I love him. And I want him, I want them to understand how much he loves us. And if that's just a picture for anybody, I don't know. I just, I just want that for you. I want you to know how much God loves you. And if you can know that, it's going to take a lot of the power out of all the negative that you face in life because you're so wrapped up. That's what I felt today, wrapped up in eternal love that I will never lose, that I will always have. And you will too in Christ. We can't, we can't lose it. It's infinite. And so I just, I hope that blesses you. It blessed me, man. I will never forget today for the rest of my life. And Hannah wow. told me, she goes, I'm never going to forget this. Wow. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Never gonna God. That is, oh. that is like the most beautiful story. Um, oh. That's the most beautiful story. I don't even have words to, to, sometimes I feel like in these podcasts, I have to, you know, I'm hosting, right? So you have mm -hmm. to host. Sure. But then there are moments in this podcast that I don't even know how to host because I'm sitting here being so ministered to mm -hmm. and learning so much from. And this is one of those moments that I have to go, I don't know how to host right now because I just need to listen. And <laughs> oh. I don't I don't even know how I'll end this right now because I just need to listen. And mm -hmm. I hope for those who are listening, um, that you're doing what I'm doing and you're listening and you're learning. I want to be like that as a mom. I want to I want to love Jesus so much in the mornings that by the time my kids wake up, I get to tell them about what he told me. And honestly, right now, I'm not because I'm so tired in the morning. And oh, I'm like, girl, I can, give yourself grace. No, I know I'm giving myself, I, I'm not beating myself up about it. Right. But I'm just saying I'm learning from you in that. And mm -hmm. hearing that story is so beautiful like mm -hmm. it's so beautiful and i i love that you said like don't try to break this down don't try to be like was it like because god is so good and god is so relational and he's so specific to his relationship with you and to mm -hmm. show you that and to do that and then for you to do that for your kids like then he's so specific and relational to your family and to your kids and mm -hmm. seeing how he loves them and lets you love them through him like it's just like the most beautiful thing ever and so donna like thank you for being someone that i learn from all the time and mm -hmm. thank you for being someone that because you know i don't hound down everybody but i hound you down asking you to do stuff <laughs> because i'm like i want people to learn from you i want people to get the gift of learning from you like i have and that is why i started this podcast so that people could have the gift of the friendships that i get to have with these amazing people too that they can hear from this amazing wisdom as well and so thank you for sharing that 
Absolutely. We'll all be marked by that. I hope none of us who listen um, to this will forget just what God did in your heart and your life mm-hmm. and everything that you said. And from beginning to end, how you started this podcast and how you're ending it, that there is eternal love that is so much mm-hmm. bigger than the hate. There's eternal love that's so much bigger than anything hard that you're going through in your life right now. And some of you just need to go sit with the creator. You need to sit with that eternal love and you need to realize the emphasis on the so, the so so love the so, so much. much. So I, I want to go right on my mirror and all caps so much and just not forget that. Donna, this was probably, uh, I, I hesitate to say this because other people listen to this who have been on the podcast, but this is one of my favorite podcasts of all times. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and so thank you for being on and Praise blessing God. us today. It was so much fun. Love you so much, Sadie. And I just say thank you. Thank you for being somebody who can who can do this? The Lord has given you the opportunity to be able to speak to the to the masses, and and that is a um, that is a humble place to be. And yeah. you have ca- you have walked that very humbly, and I learn from you all the time too, sweetheart. So I Thank can't you, wait friend. to get to see you next weekend. Yes, Hello Conference. We're so excited. Oh yes, so because this is actually going to drop Wednesday, and Hello Conference is the weekend. What? If okay. You, yes. So it's go- so awesome. Donna will be there. She's going to be answering so many of y'all spiritual questions, and now you know <laughs> she's a good one to be answering them. So. Mm. can't wait for a conference and Donna thank you for just being a sweet friend love you absolutely love you see you later